Welcome to Goop Tales, episode 40, Excitabel and the Japanese Wisteria. I'm Maria Calanchini, and I'm the author of Goop Tales. So can you believe it? We're already on episode 40. And do you know how many goops there are? There are 52. There are 26 boys and 26 girls. So when I do 12 more stories, we'll have hit 52 goops. But don't worry, after that, I'm going to start doing some adventure stories that the goops go on together. So there's plenty of more goop tales. And in today's episode, Excitabelle, who is one of my favorite little girl goops because she gets excited about everything, ends up being sucked up into a Japanese wisteria. What is a Japanese wisteria? Well, you're going to have to listen to the story and find out. So at the end of the story, stay tuned and I'm going to tell you where you can see pictures of the Japanese wisteria that sucks up Excitabel and how you can download a free Goop Tales coloring book. So I will see you on the other side. Excitabel and the Japanese Wisteria Excitabel, when calm and mild, was simply perfect for a child. You'd want to hug her where she stood. She was so quiet and so good. But when she got excited, well, you ought to see her jump and yell. Chapter 1 Once upon a time, there was a very animated little goop girl called Excitabel. Everyone in goop world knew Excitabel and loved her dearly. She was well known for being the most excitable goop of all. She was also known for making quite a bit of noise when she was excited. She even had a little fiddle that she used to make that noise. Whenever she was served chocolate cake, she would jump up and down and clap her hands and shout out, Hurrah! Hurrah! I love chocolate! And if there was ice cream with the cake, she was known to call out, this is quite possibly the best day of my life with cake and ice cream. Of course, she would follow this racket by playing her little fiddle. There was almost nothing Excitabelle didn't get excited about. From time to time, Anoya would get very annoyed and try to squelch Excitabelle's enthusiasm by saying things like, Settle down! It isn't New Year's. It's just a cake. You can be so annoying. Excitabel took secret delight in completely ignoring Anoya and getting even louder with her joy over the situation, which, of course, annoyed Anoya even more. Goblick was a personal favorite of Excitabel's because he always enjoyed her high spirits, especially when it came to food, as eating was his favorite activity. Spring was Excitabel's favorite season. She loved how the whole world seemed to turn a shade brighter, but she especially loved all of the flowers blooming. 
On the first day of spring, Excitabel popped out of bed before the sun and called upon Goblick and asked him to accompany her to the bewitching wisteria vines. Excitabel, of course I will go with you. Spring has sprung, and we must enjoy, said Goblick as he listened to Excitabel's plans. Oh, I just love wisteria. The colors, the scents, the huge draping branches. Everything about wisteria is just splendid. I could get lost in them. So off they set to find the bewitching wisteria vines before the sun had ever risen. Excitabelle skipped along as she led the way. Just as the sun started to peek over the horizon, a glorious ivy-colored wall dripping with pink and purple wisteria came into view. Goblick had to stop and stare. The wall was glowing. He looked it up and down and could see no end in either direction. Excitabelle, this wall is magnificent. We could climb up and down and play hide and seek, and it never ends. I know, I know, called out Excitabelle as she jumped up and down and clapped her hands. Isn't she superb? I've waited all winter to be able to come here. I could barely contain myself. Excitabelle grabbed a vine and hoisted herself up onto the wall. Goblet quickly followed behind her. The two of them were soon weaving in and out of the pink and purple flowers, laughing and amusing themselves. Excitabelle climbed up very high on one vine and then swung down singing, Look at me! Look at me! Wisteria tree! I see you, a voice sang back. Excitabelle got very quiet for a moment and looked over at Goblick. He had heard the voice as well and stared back at Excitabelle with a puzzled look on his face. Who said that? called out Excitabelle as she waited for a response. The wisteria branches quietly waved back and forth in a small breeze, but there was no answer. Excitabelle asked again, Who said that? Still, there was no answer. She grabbed onto a nearby vine and slid down to the ground. Goblick was too stunned to move. He silently watched as Excitabelle landed on the earth and took a few steps away from the wall. Then she turned and faced it and called out again. Who said that? Still nothing. Excitabelle started to jump up and down and clap her hands and call out. Oh, please, please. I must know. I know I heard you. She spun around and worked herself into a frenzy until she heard a creaking sound. She stopped her spinning and watched as the wisteria branches began to part along the wall and revealed an arched doorway with two large green wooden doors. There was a glow that came from underneath the doors. Excitabelle gasped as the door slowly creaked open, letting out a flood of glowing light. 
Three stone steps popped out of the ground one by one and led right up to the stone doors. Excitabel was beyond herself with excitement. And when that happened, she didn't think. She couldn't. She grabbed her fiddle and ran right up the steps and through the green wooden doors, which immediately slammed shut behind her. Chapter 2 Excitabel listened as the doors sealed up behind her, and then she turned around to see the wisteria-covered wall. The wooden doors had disappeared. In front of her was a tall wisteria tree with sprawling arms draped with pink flowers that spread out as far as Excitabel could see. She walked underneath it and looked up to discover a hidden world that radiated shades of pink and was full of swaying wisteria pods on the verge of bursting open into flowers. There were long, dangling vines in every direction, and Excitabel grabbed hold of one of them. I see you, the mysterious voice called out again. Excitabel immediately let go of the branch and ran around, looking up into the vines, calling out, Where are you? Who are you? Just come out so I can see you. You have to find me. I let you in, and I'm your only way out, said the voice as it faded away. Excitabel stood very still and waited to see if the voice would return. But it was silent, and she knew it was gone, at least for now. Well, get going! What are you just standing there for? She heard another voice say in a high, squeaky pitch. This time, Excitabel looked up to see an adorable little green caterpillar staring back down at her. What did you say? She asked. I said, you better get going if you want to find that voice, replied the caterpillar. But it's a voice. How can I find a voice? I mean, you can't even see it. Who, who are you anyway? And where am I? The caterpillar told Excitabel that her name was Yoshi, and they were underneath a giant Japanese wisteria tree located in Ashikaga Park outside Tokyo. The park was full of the most exquisite wisteria trees and vines that stretched out for miles and created a wonderland in every color imaginable. There were walls, there were trees, there were vines, and there were trellises just climbing with wisteria. One vine blended into the next as bright shades of fuchsia faded into rose that turned into creamy white that blended into violet. As she listened to Yoshi tell her about the park, Excitabel was about to burst with joy. She was in a true fantasy land, and all she wanted to do was explore and swing from branch to branch and wrap herself in wisteria. But her thoughts were interrupted when she suddenly heard Yoshi say, But make sure you know which pods are poisonous. Wait, what? Wait, what? What's poisonous? What are you talking about? Asked Excitabel with hesitation. The seeds! 
told you, but you weren't listening, were you? Asked Yoshi. Um, I was just very excited about being here, so no, I wasn't listening, replied Excitabelle. Well, listen closely, because this is very important. You are deep, deep in the world of the Wisteria. And in order to stay protected from the red slugs, you need to have some poisonous seeds to protect yourself. What? Slugs? You disgusting! I hate slugs! Gross! exclaimed Excitabel in a very agitated tone. Well, these aren't just any slugs. These are the red slugs, and there are hundreds of them crawling around. If they crawl upon you, they will stick to you, and it is almost impossible to get them off. Once they are on you for long enough, you will shrivel away. They can move much faster than you think, said Yoshi. But how can I stop them? asked Excitabelle. The poisonous seeds. You need to find some of the poisonous Chinese wisteria seeds. And keep them with you. If you see a slug, put a seed in his path and he will shrivel away. But you need the seeds. Excitabelle could feel herself spinning into a frenzy again. She hated slugs and she had no idea how to find poisonous seeds or what they even looked like. She was feeling very anxious. Yoshi looked at her and said, Take a deep breath. You can do this, but you must stay calm and listen to me. Staying calm was the hardest thing in the world for Excitabelle to do, but she knew she must, so she drew in a deep breath as she counted to ten and then slowly let it out. Much better, said Yoshi. Now you are ready for this adventure. And it begins now. Calmly walk towards me, because there is a red slug right behind you. Chapter 3 Excitabelle's whole body clenched up. She was staring at Yoshi, but she knew the slug was close behind her. She had to resist the urge to run and scream. Just look at me, Yoshi said calmly. And don't turn around. We don't want to excite the slug and have him move even faster. Excitabelle gripped her fiddle so tightly that she felt it might burst. How how long do I have to stay here? What are you going to do? She asked in a low, clipped voice. Yoshi moved her body slowly to the side of the vine she was resting on and then used it like a little baseball bat to fling a seed right at the slug. Excitabelle watched as the seed sailed over her head and landed on the red slug, who immediately shriveled away and disappeared. Excitabelle was awestruck and silent for just a moment before she burst out and said, 
Yoshi, you are surprising for such a tiny caterpillar. I am impressed. Yoshi giggled <laughs> and said, Well, I do have a few tricks up my sleeve, and I do know my way around Wisteria. And you did very well staying calm. I know how hard that was for you. Yoshi told Excitabel that the slugs were hiding everywhere and could pop up at any moment, so they always had to be on the lookout. Then she said, That was my last poisonous seed. We need more. We need to go and find a Chinese wisteria tree and get some poisonous seeds. Excitabel looked around at all the wisteria trees with thousands of tiny pods full of miniature seeds. How could she possibly know which ones were Chinese and poisonous? I know what you're thinking. A curious difference between Chinese and Japanese wisteria is that Chinese wisteria vines spiral clockwise, while Japanese wisteria vines spiral in the opposite direction. Look for a clockwise spiral, said Yoshi before Excitabel could ask. That is genius. I love that. Now, all I need to do is find the clockwise vine and get some poisonous seeds, said Excitabel as she hopped up and down. Well, it isn't as easy as you may think. We are in a Japanese park, so most of the trees here are Japanese wisteria, replied Yoshi. Oh, that doesn't matter to me. I'm very optimistic. I can do this. When I set my mind to something, I don't give up, replied Excitabel. Well said, called out the unseen voice. Excitabel spun around to catch a glimpse of the voice. But all she saw was acres of wisteria. Then she turned back towards Yoshi, who had disappeared. Yoshi? Uh, Yoshi? Where are you? She anxiously called out. There was no answer. Excitabel was on her own. She started to think about the red slugs and felt a chill crawl up her body. She quickly lifted her fiddle and played a little tune while she redirected her thoughts to things she loved. She thought about playing with Goblick, and she remembered the time he came over to have some raspberry pie, and he couldn't stop licking his fingers. This made her laugh. He always made her laugh with his funny ways. She forgot all about her fear and the red slugs, and set off to find a Chinese wisteria vine. The trees were so enormous that their branches spread out for acres, and it took quite a while to walk from one to the other. Excitabel was beneath an enormous pink tree with draping vines that seemed to go on forever. She looked up at a darkening sky, and then she looked ahead to see that there were no other trees in sight. She had to keep going and find a Chinese wisteria tree before it was completely dark. The chill of fear landed in her stomach again, and this time it was stronger. 
Excitabel could feel herself growing anxious, but she knew she had to stay calm and centered. So she stopped walking and stood very still. She closed her eyes and took 10 deep breaths. <sighs> this made her feel much better. When she opened her eyes, it was even darker, but she remained calm. Then she heard the voice say, Well done. I'm impressed. Follow the sinking sun westward, and you will find what you're looking for. Excitabel smiled. She was very proud of herself for remaining so calm and centered. She found the last glimmer of sunlight and set off in that direction at a fast pace. On and on she walked as darkness crept through the wisteria trees. Excitabel quietly talked to herself and said, You can do this. Look how far you've come. Keep going. This made her feel less scared. She looked up, and off in the distance, she saw a wisteria tree with clockwise turning vines. It was the poisonous Chinese wisteria. Excitabel could hardly contain her glee as she started to skip towards the tree. But within moments, she was stopped in her tracks by a small army of red slugs. Right in front of her. Chapter 4 Excitabel froze. She was only inches from the slugs. There was a whole line of them spread out in front of her that seemed to go on and on. She couldn't just walk around them, but she needed to move forward. Her first instinct was to turn around and run, run as fast as she could in the opposite direction. But if she did that, she would never find her way out of the Wisteria Park, and the slugs would surely chase her, as Yoshi had warned. She had no poisonous seeds. She had nothing. The slugs weren't moving. They just sat there, still as could be, and so did Excitabel. She slowly turned her head around. Behind her, she saw the Japanese wisteria with its long, swaying pink branches. She could reach up and grab one of the pods and crack it open for seeds, but that wouldn't do her any good. The Japanese wisteria seeds weren't poisonous. Oh, Yoshi! Where are you? called out Excitabel in a loud voice. As her voice reverberated throughout the park, the vines above her shook and a few pods fell to the ground around her. One of the slugs slowly inched forward, as if to say, Ha! Huh. That pod isn't poisonous, and we're coming for you. Then another slug followed it. Excitabel began to panic. When she heard the voice say, You are more capable than you know. I am? Excitabel asked out loud in a puzzled tone. Then she thought to herself, I am capable, 
and I can figure my way out of this. She squeezed her fiddle as she didn't want to drop it near the slugs. And then she had an idea. It's worth a try, Excitabelle thought to herself as she looked down and saw another one of the slugs inch closer. She looked up at the Chinese wisteria not far off behind the slugs, and then she picked up her fiddle and played as loudly as she could. She played so loudly and so well that wisteria pods began to rain down from every direction, behind her and in front of her. Some of them burst open and the poisonous seeds rolled out. They rolled right out and towards the slugs. Excitabelle played louder and faster and more and more pods fell and more seeds were sent rolling towards the slugs who turned to look and were met with an oncoming army of poisonous seeds that hit them smack in the face. One by one, the slugs withered away until they were all gone. Excitabelle watched in awe. She felt very proud of herself and said out loud, I am more capable than I thought. In fact, I think I can do anything I set my mind to. You can, said the voice. Keep that thought and close your eyes and set your mind on home. Excitabelle did just that. She closed her eyes as she felt the wisteria vines softly curl around her, lift her into the sky, and gently deposit her back into Goop World. Excitabelle popped open her eyes to find herself inside her favorite bakery shop that she often visited with Goblick. Goblick! I've got to go and find Goblick and tell him all about the slugs and the wisteria and how capable I am, she said out loud. She looked around, but Goblick was nowhere in sight. He was in a pastry shop in Salzburg, about to be eaten. But that is a tale for another time. So that's it for this episode of Goop Tales, episode 40. So you can go to gooptales.com forward slash episode 440 and you can see all of the photos of the Japanese wisteria and a photo of little Yoshi that go with this goop tail. And the Japanese wisteria, I have to say, are truly magnificent. So go take a look at those photos and you will see some amazing wisteria trees that spread out for acres in Japan. And they are what inspired this story. The next goop tale is inspired by Goblick, the little goop who loves to gobble food and lick his fingers and has bad table manners. So it's going to take us to Salzburg, Austria. You're going to have to wait for the next goop tale to find out what happens to him. In the meanwhile, I would love it and be so appreciative if you could leave me a review for Goop Tales on iTunes. Um, I know some people don't know how to do that, 
So if you go to gooptales.com forward slash reviews, I give a little demo, a video demo, as well as just screenshots of how to do that. It's really easy. You just have to log into iTunes though. And the reviews, um, written reviews just really, really help and subscriptions. They help for podcasts for the iTunes algorithm to become more aware of subscribers so that they show the podcast to more people and I can keep producing Goop Tales. So that is what I would ask of you. And also you can get a free coloring book for Goop Tales if you just go to gooptales.com. So that's it for this week. And I look forward to meeting you next time with Goblick in Salzburg. And until then, make every day a goop day.